The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Everybody knew there would be a blowout in Boston last night. Everybody saw a blowout coming. Everybody saw a blowout coming. Just not at the expense of the Celtics. Um, right. Well, yeah, I mean, wow. That's right. Uh, I, I still can't get over this weekend. Between A lot has happened since I saw you Thursday uh, before we gave way to uh, Ladies First Friday here on Brother From Another. Um, between Game 6... The succession finale, and last night, I just, like, I'm just, man, I, I don't know where to begin. Um, but we talked about, as this series was, was shifting and becoming an actual competitive series, whether it was uh, more about what the Celtics were doing or what the Heat were doing, more about Miami, more about Boston. And... Uh, Usually when there's a close series, and that's what a seven-game series is, despite the outcome of Game 7, uh, it was a close series. It was a competitive series. It was a compelling series. Um, compelling, yes. I think, there's a, uh, I think there's a definitive answer here. And while we do our postmortems on Boston, and, we, and we're going to do that today, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna figure out what's next for the Celtics. Nichols worth the free advice, the consultation services, Courtesy a brother from another on what the Celtics should do, where they should go from here. How do they get over this proverbial yeah. hump? But in the matter of the 2023 Eastern Conference Finals, and the question of whether it was more about Boston's uh, failure or the Heat's success, it is undeniably, unequivocally, unquestionably all about Heat culture. All about the Miami Heat. Um... It doesn't matter what happened to Jason Tatum on the first possession. It doesn't matter that the Celtics went, what, 9 for 42 from 3. It doesn't matter whether, as I said after game 3, and that take didn't age well, but then it turns out I was probably right that the Celtics collective hearts pump Kool-Aid. All I know is, like, sorry to be corny, you could change the name of this organization to the Miami Heart. Just add an R. Or put an R in parentheses between the A and the T. Because this, for this team to come from losing the first play-in game, barely winning the second play-in game, they lost to the Atlanta Hawks. They barely beat the Chicago Bulls. And to now be in the 
NBA Finals as what the second eighth seed in NBA history? Like there was history right. made last night. There was history made in the Garden, Michael, because while the Celtics did not become the first team to fall into an 0-3 hole and come back and win the series, it's now 151 tries and 151 failures in that regard. Yep. Yep. What the Miami Heat did was become the first team to take a 3-0 lead, lose that 3-0 lead, lose it in the most excruciating of fashions, courtesy of Derek White, then come back and get off the canvas from that gut punch, come back and win game seven on the road. Like, who comes back from that? Nobody, and I mean nobody, thought that the outside of Miami, thought that the Miami Heat would not only win game seven, but blow out Boston in game seven after what had just transpired in the previous three games. So for me, Michael, this is less about what Miami avoided, historically speaking, and more about what Miami achieved and accomplished, which was winning game seven. Because once the Celtics won the previous three, it wasn't about, it was no longer about Miami losing a 3-0 lead. They both had one game to win for their lives. One game. One game one for game. their seasons. Win one, one, one game. It was in Boston, and everybody named Mama in Boston, I ain't got to tell you, you there. Like, last time we talked, I know you weren't buying into it, but by the time game seven rolled around, it was a fate accompli. It was a matter of, it was, it was, a, it was a, a win, a, a win, not an if, and it was a win and a how, not an if Boston was going to go to the NBA Finals. And Miami was going to be sent packing, having had suffered a collapse that was unprecedented. And yet, here they are. Here they stand. The Miami Heat, back in the NBA Finals. To me, man, like, yeah, does Boston have flaws? Yeah, but this is about Miami's strengths more than Boston's weaknesses. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, th I think you're right. And, you know, think back to your writing days. Once a writer, always a writer. But think back to your writing days, and I don't know if you looked at it this way. I used to, but I would say, if something, because you know, as you know, I, I took a little took a little time to uh, get get stories in. Sometimes, you know, pushing deadline, missing deadlines. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, you know that. Some yeah, some legendary shit right there, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But I have we ever told people? Problem. Have we told? Have, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Don't lose your thought. I think we, we shared a lot. Go ahead. Our, but did we? Well, go ahead. Just to remind people. Tell them. If there were if there were a record, if there were a record kept for missing deadline, I'm pretty sure Michael Holly has the record having missed the deadline yeah. from the Olympics in Sydney, Australia, with a 24-hour lead. You want to talk about blowing a 3-0 lead? Mike, you this dude had a 24-hour head start on an article, on a column. It was late. The desk had to call yeah. him in Sydney. That's amazing. Hell, I think they might have called amazing. me. Like, yo, you heard from Michael? Like, I'm sorry. I, I. That's that's hard to do. That's hard to it's do. Amazing. It, it, it's amazing. It really, it really is. It really is. There, it really you is. could be out there in Sydney. <laughs> you could be out there in Sydney with a 24-hour head start, and the best <laughs> thing you got is a blank screen. <laughs> okay. Man, but unbelievable. I, I see, so, but part of the reason. You were saying. But part of the reason. The part of the reason it took me so long to write those articles, because if it came too easily, I would say, hmm, is that too much of a cliche? 
Yeah. That's not a really yeah. original. Yeah. That, came, that came too easy. Ooh, I see, I see where a, you're going. I see where you're going okay. here. I see what that you're came doing. Too easy. I see what you're doing. And, Keep going, preacher. But you know what? But you know what? It's funny. When you uh, when you talk about the Miami Heat and everybody thought it was going to be a blowout, I'm like, Mike, you just mentioned 150 teams before Boston tried to do this. And Vegas and everybody else predicted history. I mean, it doesn't, that's not how it works. You can't say yeah. this has never happened before, but so this starting is the time in game four, happen. yeah, and game four it started. They were favored in game four. They were favored yeah. to win in game five. They were favored to win game six and history. There are eight point favorites to seven point favorites in game seven. It's not going to be. But nobody had been at home. But nobody had been at home, though, Michael. That's the only thing about those previous 150. But still, it's still in basketball and heart. Even if if, if you've got a great team, a historically great team, and a team that's just okay, it's just hard to sweep a team. I know it's been done before, and we've seen it done uh, in our lifetimes, but it's just hard to do that. Especially when you've been down to three win four to come back yeah. and win four yeah. straight, and so yeah. or, or just to, to sweep through four games. Let's put it that way. What it, but yeah, and, but and it Bob, would, but, but no, I like I like what you're saying because it kind of would have been effectively a sweep if you win four straight yeah. games. I mean, you know, that's almost like a different series than you swept. So no, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. And and so I, I think I think that really tells the story of who Boston is right now and who Miami is. Everything you said about Miami is absolutely right. Miami is. If you need something, if you need to uh, see how it plays with the public or see how what this what the authenticity or staying power of a product is bring in the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are your focus group. If if, if you want to know what you got, put it up against the Miami Heat and the Heat will bring out the truth of what something is. <laughs> and that's right. what they that's right. that's who they are. They will they will drain you. They will take away right. all the pretense and they will they're get the, you the, down to they're your the control. Essence. They're the control in the experiment. Yeah. yeah. What is this team? Okay, put them up against yeah. the Miami Heat. We'll find out. So right. what was Milwaukee? Yeah. Not much. Yeah. Not that much, especially with an injured Giannis out in five games. New York. Yeah. Hey, New York stand up. Not much out in six games against the Miami Heat. And Boston, we saw everything. Miami, we saw all the craziness of Boston. We saw all their personalities. We saw everything of the Boston yeah. Celtics, courtesy of the Miami Heat. They are a team brought out the, that will mess out around the with the game. Worse. That, that will go down zip three. They are a team yeah. that will look amazing and come back yeah. and tie it up at three. They are a yeah. team in game six. They are a six. team that You're will be up by six. 10. They will be up by 10 in game six <laughs> and then damn near yeah. and then almost lose it and then win and it on a miracle. Win it on yeah, a absolutely. Win yeah. it on a tip yeah. And then in game yeah. seven, everything's set up. Hey, they're the better team. Jason Tatum right. walks in. He's got the beautiful anything, anything is possible. possible jacket on. Did he already have it's that good. or did he have that specially made for in time for game know. seven? Do we know what the story is behind that? He looked good. See, his fashion choices in the series were lovely, but the but the ironies of his fashion choices, it, they just kind of they didn't land the way he wanted him to. They he, he missed at the wrong time. So right before game three, he had on an all white suit. You know the Miami white party and that yeah. was their worst game in the playoffs. So he's got the white suit on. He's looking. He's looking very Miami, but at the wrong time. That's game three game seven. Anything is possible. It's supposed to be a message for him and his teammates and it's a message for the Miami Heat. Anything is possible. First time in 24 years that a number eight seed 
has gone to the uh, gone to the NBA Finals. So look, uh, props to the Miami Heat. They have done everything. They, they they've done everything that you could ask your team to do, and that's why I like them. I like that Eric Spolstra always gets the most out of his team. Right. They, he's under, right. he's had one underachiever. He's had one underachieving team. That was the first LeBron Bosch Wade team. The first one. Yeah, but, that, was, but that wasn't even his fault. But that wasn't even his fault because it's like because because when, when your best player checks out and I'm and I'm not one of those people that hold 2000 and um, um, 11 2011 against LeBron. I'm not one of those people that do that, but that's all that's that, that's a LeBron loss. Okay, that's that's I don't even count that against Spo. I'm glad you brought up Spo. One of and, and look top two in any two coaches of his era of this era. Okay. Um, right. This is the same dude. LeBron, speaking of LeBron, and LeBron once bumped on the way to the bench. That once upon a time was like, "Hey man, might have to get Pat yeah. Riley to come back downstairs." And he takes a backseat to nobody in terms of coaching. And but when you were preaching just now, can we talk about prophesying, please? Because Jimmy Butler sat there last year and said, we, "This we, you, this cannot be made enough of." You cannot overstate this. You cannot this this story. Sorry, you talking about writing stories? Like this is your lead. This is your nut graph, and you're coming back to this at the to end the story. This dude got up at a podium and said, "We're gonna be right here next year in this same situation, and we're gonna get, we're it, gonna done. get it done." Okay. He also said at the end of Game Six, "You will keep getting the same test until you pass it." Okay. Eric Spolstra said at the end of game six, Come on. at the end of game we, six, we, I we, wish we, we could wish play we this right, right now. now. Right yeah. now. We are going to get this done. They never wavered. I don't know. How about that, though? He said, I don't know how we're going to get this done. How we're going to get it done. But we will. And that's what the next 48 hours are about. I don't know right now. Hey, you know what, Eric Spolstra? I know your dad was a, a, a basketball man. Uh, I, I think he he spent some time in the black church. Well, that's a, that's to. one of those. That's one of those. I don't know who this is for. <laughs> well, let me say. Right. But but they, I mean, but they they never they never blink. They never flinch. You see it in all the games that they've come back from. Just in these playoffs, facing deficits or double-digit deficits, it's uncanny the way this team just keeps on coming at you with everything they have. Mike, and listen, man, I know Mike. Jason Tatum sprained his ankle. Some people out there are probably affixing an asterisk to Game Seven, saying, "Yeah, but Tatum was compromised." Almost, you can't because I'm sorry. This had like if Jason Tatum, and it's easy for me to say, even if Jason Tatum would have been happy, even if Jason Tatum would have been healthy, Miami wasn't losing this game. They just weren't losing this game. They were not yeah. going to come to Boston. And I know, you know, it's a great story about them only booking the flight to Denver, but they were not coming to Boston and leaving anything other than victorious. You know what? I'm going to tell you a quick, I'm going to tell you a quick AAU story. The director of our program, Deshaun Hawkins. We had a game two weekends ago, and uh, we were—it was the third game of a tournament, and we were in the losers bracket. Like we were, we, had, we had lost uh, a game or two the previous day, and we lost a very tough game uh, on that Sunday. And he said he said to the team afterward, he's like, "You know why? You know why we lost this game, guys? 
And, you know, people were like turnovers or intensity. He's like, no. He was like, that team just decided that they were not going to take a four-hour bus ride home as losers. That y'all were going to have to sit with this shit. Y'all were going to be the ones driving home sick to your stomachs. They were not going to be the ones driving home. That was, it was as simple as that. They were not going home to Canada, wherever they were from, losers. Uh-huh. When I see the Miami right. Heat, I see a team that just was like, was not going to be denied no matter what it took in game seven. That was a bad break, an unfortunate stroke of luck for the Celtics, but I really don't think the Celtics' problems in game seven and in general started and ended with Jason Tatum's ankle. I think it's bigger no. than that for them. No, no, it is. It is. It is. It's a lot bigger than that. And I'm going to tell you, like, one of the things. Um, with, with the Celtics, and this is the the parent and me talking, and you understand uh, where I'm coming from, and a lot of parents do too. They are, like I said, they're gifted, and they're self-destructive. And so, I think one day they will figure it out. I'm not one of these, you know, break up the Jays people. I am. Oh, you got it. I am. I, I'm not. We'll get to that after the that's break. The, we'll get to that. I know. <laughs> okay. But, I, but but that's not the problem. That's not the problem. It's not. It's not breaking up. It, it, it's not breaking up Jalen Brown. It's not breaking up. It's growing Tatum. up. It's not it breaking is, up. It's it growing is. up. It's perspective. It's perspective. They have to, and it's it's the entire organization has to have a different perspective. And I'll say we'll, we'll get to it later. But like even Joe Mazzula, I've been very hard on him all year. I think Joe Mazzula will figure it out too. But Joe Mazzula is like his team. He's too young too young, too immature, and doesn't know what he doesn't know. He would be the perfect coach. If we could do a trade right now, if we could do a trade with the Houston Rockets and get your previous coach back, you get email back here. That said, ship might have sailed. Said, oh, yeah, it sailed. It sailed. And you'd have to... No, 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 I'm not going to... Uh, but you, you're like, email, email for Joe. I think that would help both franchises. Because Joe Mazzula has a lot to turn, uh, a lot to learn, and the team that he coaches has a lot to learn. And they were starting to get it under Eme. They were starting to understand it, and then all hell broke loose in that organization. But but but, but, but you said they, they got a lot to learn, here. Professor. It's here, but Professor. It's here. You said they got here. a lot to learn. They're on the same chapter. They're on the same chapter. Right. I, I, I would buy into that if it was like a first round loss or a second round and they were taking these progressive steps. Like this team has been in this moment, either in the I conference know. finals or the NBA finals last year, and it's the same shit. It's the same but thing. Listen, I know. Yeah, it may be, but I don't know. You just quoted him. Let's go back to the Reverend Dr. J- Jimmy, not James, Jimmy Butler the third. The Reverend Dr. Jimmy Butler said, I believe this is after game six. I believe you'll keep getting the same test. Preach it. That's, yeah, yeah. Until you pass. Until you pass it. You'll keep yeah. getting the same test until you pass it. So I, I'm going to take Jimmy's words. The Boston Celtics will be right back here next year. They will. They'll be back here next year. What are you going to do with that opportunity? What are you going to do when you have an opportunity? Are you going to get yourself down zip three? Are you going to close when you have the ability to close? Are you going to win it, finish with a winning record at home over the last two years? How about this stat? Blows my mind. Over the last two years, they have the worst home playoff record in the history of basketball. Wow. <laughs> in the last two years, the worst home record in the history of the game. So, <laughs> it's a long, it's, they have, it's a long they have time. the ability. 
That is, they have the ability to get there. They also have the ability to screw it up. How are you going to deal with that? Are you going to wrestle with that? Or are you going to make excuses? Or are you going to get over that hump? Okay. And I think eventually well, they'll get over that hump. Eventually. Okay. I, do. I disagree. But I'll save that for after the break. And we'll also get uh, more insight from Boston. You want to talk about something that, that blew your mind? You know what else blew my mind? First team? First city, I beg your pardon. First city. You know, I love Boston. That's why I met my wife. That's where my kids are born. My kids are Celtics fans. First city to ever lose two home game sevens to an eight seed in two sports. <laughs> Hockey and hoops. Golly. Hockey. The struggle is real right now. Hockey. Yeah. You working on that column? And, Are you working on that column and, right now? We, can you could you get that and, column in on deadline? <laughs> the, the, the depression of, of Boston right, here, right it'll now. Be in, it'll be in in a month. Say, same. Losing to the same team but from the same city. Same city. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And to kind of get over the hump. To win a championship? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've shown that we can get there. Um, I mean, we get to the conference finals. It's my fourth time in six years, and been to the finals uh, once. Uh, and you know, we had a special opportunity this year. Uh, we just fell a little bit short. It's not like we're not capable. We don't have the talent. You know, we do. Uh, you know, it just didn't. Go our way this year. We failed. I failed. Um, and we let the we let the whole city down. It stings, like incredibly. And it's hard even being up here and you know talking about it. But um, all I can say is give credit to the group that we had um, this season. Give credit to our coaching staff that we had this season. You know we um, had a lot of ups and downs. We had a lot of you know things that was going on internally, et cetera, and, and we fought, you know, we fought our way back from down 3-0, and we got to this position, and we came up short. That's refreshing. 
I was glad he didn't say there are no failures, there's only steps to success. It was nice to hear him acknowledge that. Yes, they went from crowd of, I mean, because when they went through, if they would have gotten swept, it would have been bad. But, you know, once they started, you know, once they got to game four, they were kind of playing with house money. It was just like, hey, just can they extend the series? Can they play for pride? Nah, once man. this thing started gaining momentum, but once it started gaining momentum, it was, they yeah. became the favorites, which makes game seven at home a failure. Um, what would be worse is doubling down. So here's where you and I part company on the following. You cannot okay. pay that dude $300 million. I know the reports are that they will because he's a poor man's version of the other guy. They're the same dude, except he's not as good. And he no, thinks he's no. as good. They're not the same guy. Skill set wise. No, no, the no, other guy's no, better. No, no, I don't mean I don't mean they're equal. I don't mean they're equal. I mean, I mean, they do more or less the same things. And he doesn't they don't compliment with an E each other very well. I don't think I'm you a, can I'm spend $300 million on Jalen Brown. This would be the I, I said it when I said break up after the game three. Something's missing. They can they can hey go be great somewhere else. He's a really good player. Go be great somewhere else. They can, be, they can win do. apart from each other. Hold on. This is a oh, mod, this, this is a modern day. This is a modern day Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. I don't mean to insult anybody involved. That's not, that is an insult on site to all parties. But Russ and KD was only gonna go so far together. The Jays are gonna only go so far together, and I think we've seen that. What would you go ahead? But Eight this turnovers? Is, okay, okay. Eight I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Why the I'm hell you got the I'm ball that much to be turning over eight times? Go, go, go I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm gonna let you get it all out. I'm gonna let let you get it all out, and then I'm gonna be Wesley Snipes to your Denzel Washington and Mo Better Blue. Everything you just said everything is bullshit. You just said. Everything you just said. Everything you just said. Everything you just said is bullshit. <laughs> the people are gonna come when you play what they like. When you play with, when you stop playing what they like, the people will come. Simple as that. Anyway, good luck. I think what what happens in these situations. That's why I feel like it's best to wait. Whether it's basketball, writing, uh, emails, engineering, <laughs> whatever it is, it's just best to wait 48 hours. That was my angry email. Hours. Yes, yeah, that was yeah, an angry email right. from me. Yes. In all caps. Yes. Angry email, yes. all caps. We have <laughs> a staff all. meeting. <laughs> staff meeting now. Everything must go. Yeah. Because what happens in these situations, we are talking about the team did underperform, they had these shirts. They said unfinished business. That was their motto for the season. Unfinished business. They lost in six games to the Golden State Warriors last year. And we know the history of the NBA teams, they usually take turns. So it's the challenger comes up, usually falls short in the conference finals. The next year, the challenger who fell short in the conference finals goes to the next level, maybe goes back to the NBA finals uh, and wins it instead of losing it. We've seen it with the. Uh, We've seen it with the Sixers back in the day against the Lakers. We've seen it with the Pistons against the Celtics. Yes. We saw it with Rights the Bulls against the Pistons. Yeah. On and on. It's all, it happens yeah. like that. Yeah. But I think in, in this course, especially now, when we pay so much attention to the conference finals and NBA finals. These teams are over-scrutinized. Like, nobody's saying that you love Dame Lillard. Nobody's saying Dame Lillard's never going to get there. Nobody's saying uh, like negative yeah, things yeah, about Donovan, that, but, but, but not, but not to this, but not to this extent. There are some wonderful yeah. players 
who lost yeah. in rounds one and two mm-hmm. who are not getting the scrutiny that Jalen Brown is today. Jalen Brown played. Yeah, they're not, they're not up for $300 million yesterday. They're not, they're not about to get paid $300 million coming up eight turnovers in game okay. seven when your team needed but, you. But, but, but game seven. But that's game seven. It's the same guy. Look at Jalen Brown last year. Okay, the whole series. But look at, look at Jalen Brown last year in the NBA Finals. He was better than Jason Tatum last year in the Finals. So Tatum is better than Brown this year uh, in the Conference Finals. He's not getting nearly the scrutiny for losing in the Conference Finals than he did playing poorly in his first NBA Finals. I think we all overreact to great players playing poorly in big I situations. I wouldn't call him a great and, player. And, He's a second team all NBA player. I wouldn't call him a great player. I would not I would not go I'll so far you, as to call Jalen Brown a great player. Well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because the guy who got the Eastern Conference Finals MVP trophy, whatever it is, the, the uh, Larry Bird trophy. Yes, uh, it's often called it is. a great player. <laughs> and as I yeah. mentioned this I mentioned before, he plays when he sometimes he does play great. But yeah. we weren't talking about him. What, what, where, where was homeboy in game four, game five, game six, game six. Okay, look he, in parts of okay, game, game seven. Six. He was kind of self-checked. Okay, he was kind of self-checked yeah, in right. parts of game seven. So yeah, he's kind of self-checked. It yeah. happens. It happens. It happens okay. even to really good he all too, NBA players. I'm not saying it don't happen, but we are spinning this forward. He too is not about to get $300 million. Having said all that, Joe Mazzula born at the wrong like time. He's kind of sort of the wrong time. <laughs> he's kind of Joe Mazzula. Seems like he's kind of sort of off the hot seat. A lot of talk about maybe just upgrading his coaching staff or maybe they need to, they need to shift philosophically because they live by the three and they for damn sure die by it in game seven. Sure, what was the difference between tonight and the last three games where you seem to be playing with confidence? The defense was good. There was energy there tonight. It just seemed like after the first six minutes, Something changed. Um, we shot 21% from three. Defense was still there. Is this team too reliant on the three-point shot? Does that have to change? Uh, no. My man gets straight to the point. Um, he is a man of very yeah, few words. He's too immature. No, he's immature. He's immature. He, he's this ain't the team for him. Yeah, right. He need to go be great somewhere else. He need to be great somewhere somewhere else. Asherai a- Blakely is always great. Where do the Celtics go from here? D- oh, fix the Celtics, great. or do they need fixing? Or do they need fixing? They they definitely need fixing, and and the, the fixing that they need isn't going to be something where you're bringing this guy, you're bringing that guy. They need a mental checkup upgrade. Uh, they're just not mentally tough enough at this point. When you look at the way this roster's been constructed, when you look at how they seem to disintegrate in the most impactful and significant moments, it's not about X's and O's. It's about mental toughness. Uh, and you have to ask yourself, if you're the Boston Celtics, do we need to get players who are mentally tough or do we need to get a leader who can bring about a greater level of mental toughness? Uh, you guys were talking earlier about Ime Yudoka. If there's one thing that they would want to take from Ime's time and bring it to this team, is that very one thing, mental toughness. That was the one thing that you did not uh, – it wasn't as big an issue with that team as we saw this year. Because it, game seven at home with a chance to go to the NBA Finals, I don't really give a damn if Jason Tatum has an ankle twist. You are supposed to find a way to win that game, period. You need to be mentally tough to do that, and they, they weren't. All right, so what do you do? Are you Wait, paying Jalen? Uh, Mike, Mike, yeah. 
Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael Smith says you, yeah, you can't pay Jalen Brown three hundred million dollars. How about you? You if 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 you don't do that, what will you do? If, if he even wants to be there, by the way. Sorry, sorry, Ace Rock. Even if he even wants if he wants that from the Celtics, but go ahead. I'm paying him the money because I don't have a better alternative. I don't want to. This is the thing. Right now, if you're the Celtics, if you keep things as they are, you are going to have a chance to contend for a championship for at least another two, three, four years. If you were to let him go, you have no idea whether you're going to fall to the middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference. And the Celtics know how hard it is to elevate yourself to that top tier and stay there. Right now, they're going to be a team that's going to be in the mix. And Jalen Brown, whether you like it or not, is a part of that. However, the one thing that Game 7 showed, I think, the world, and this is the thing I love about the playoffs, it is the it is that, that spotlight on everything and, and all you're about. You're going to get exposed. And Jalen Brown, I thought, was exposed as being a great number two, a great number two guy. But when you give him the keys to the, to, to the Maybach, it ain't going to ride the way you think it should. It's not going to be as smooth sailing as you think it should be. And eight turnovers, my goodness. I mean, that they only had 15 as a team. Uh, so clearly Jalen wasn't able to meet the moment when he had an opportunity to basically put the entire team on his back. And it wasn't, those turnovers weren't uncharacteristic. They were emblematic of the fact he does not handle the ball well. And yet the ball is in his hands way too often. So having said all that, to me, you could do worse is not a reason to keep somebody. I don't, I, I'm not a trade machine person. I don't know exactly who they can go out and get, but I, I don't, maybe it will require a step back to take a step forward. It just feels like, and again, some of it, Michael's probably right. There's a lot of recency bias on my part here, but it really just feels like this, sometimes it just ain't meant to be for a certain tandem or a certain construction of players. They, I think they just might be better off apart. I don't, I, I'm not saying that neither of them can ever win. I just don't know that they can do it together. Just, it just feels like I, they, uh. See, Michael, I might have to push back on that simply because they've had a ridiculous amount of success when you look at the overall body of work. That oh, we, sure. That, but, but that tells me this, though, that they can find a way to win, but for whatever reason, that one lesson that they need to learn to get over the hump, they haven't learned yet. And we all got kids. Sometimes the most basic fundamental things that your kids should learn, they know everything except that one thing, and you're trying to figure out, why can he not know that seven times seven? I just, I just, I just cussed my son out last night talking about you either going to learn the easy way or the hard way. So, pray tell, what is the hard way for this team? What, I, less, I, what, what way has I, it not been taught to them? Yeah, I think well, right I think, now, but you know, I think it's here I, now, isn't it? This, that, don't you this think is this it? is this is the inflection point? I, we thought we thought rock bottom was going down, going down 3 0 uh, in that game three when they just kind of like everybody just gave up on them. But this is worse. This is worse. As you put in your feed, let me put that feed item up, at the, uh, up there. The first feed item for Michael Smith, come tell you. I've heard of people wet in the bed. <laughs> um, I don't know anybody. I really don't know. I mean, I. That's how we say. It. I mean, other, that's what we say. I mean, the other thing, the other thing, I'll, I don't know anybody who did that. I'll, you know, I, that's, so, that's what we say. I I never did that. I mean, that not that I can remember. <laughs> not that I can remember. Okay, so that's what the Celtics did last night. The Celtics did that, and I think that's that's where you get it because I, I hate to keep going back to it, but their youth 
they've been around so long. We kind of forget that about their relative youth. Jalen Brown is 26. Jason Tatum is 25. You, you see, after, you see, the, after, you see after, wedding crashers. You see wedding crashers. They're not that young. Like they're, I mean, they're not, okay. I mean, they're not babies. But I mean, they've, they're, they're, they're not conference bottles every year. They're, but, but here it is. They're not that young. But if you look at Jason Tatum's record in game seven, it's a pretty good record in game seven. No doubt. So no doubt. even after last night's loss, so they've been there. They've been, they've had some, as Sherrod said, they've had that success, but they're just missing. They're like a whisper away from getting it. And I think they will. I think they'll get it. Like all these guys are under contract, Sherrod. Uh, Jalen Brown, if he takes it, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Brogdon, Horford, Derek White, Marcus Smart, they're all under contract. So not, you don't really have to make any. So Mike, so Mike, you're, you're, you're in the, group. you're in the, you're in the running back. Give it time camp. It sounds like Michael, right? With a tweak with, with, with tweaks. What's, so what, so what's the tweak? Like more, more, more coaches, better, you know what I do? better, better you know constructed what staff. What? You know what I do? I'd move on from Joe Missoula. I'd move on from him and not saying he's the number one problem. He's a part of the problem. But he's not, he's not like the biggest problem with this, other, but he's a part of the problem. They need somebody like they responded to email email played in the league, not at a high level, but he played in the league. He had credibility and he was raw. Email was that dude. Like you could play. You could play cards with Sherrod. But that's my Ime, problem. Ime domin- got there with ice cube saying domino mother. You know what I mean? He's that dude, <laughs> but man. that was my problem. But, but Sherrod, that was my problem at the game three when Missoula got out there talking about, oh, you know, I, I didn't have him ready to play. But say, man, this is this is the NBA. This is the NBA finals. That like was, I, 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 another coach can you can how many coaches do they have to go through that they're gonna point the finger at for the players' shortcomings? And by the players, I mean the Jays. How many? I mean, it's on them. Like any, I don't care what they respond to. Why does a coach? What do you gotta give a better motivational speech? Show a mysterious video to get them ready, like Spolstra did, whatever the video was. It's like this ain't on Missoula. But you know what? The, the, the Spolstra is that. But Spolster is also a strategist, though. And he's all, and he's the best coach in the damn NBA. Let's be real. So they got out strategizing in Game 7? That's what y'all telling me? Like, this, was, this was an exit note? Well, Michael, that Not was Game hard. 7. Game 1. Because game 2. Here's what Spo did. Spo took one of his bigs out and went super small with Haywood Highsmith in there. That gave Tatum and those guys problems. He also didn't play Kevin Love at all. He, he put chips all in on his wing guys because he knew that was the best pathway for them to be successful. And to me, you know, Joe Mazzulla, there's a potential where he could be like so many other coaches and he'd be the fall guy when things don't work out for a team. But the Jays, they have to figure out how to be better leaders. I was about I to say, like, didn't, didn't, I mean, we, we, we're romanticizing M.A. Udoka. This is not unlike the team that they were last year or even in the finals for that matter. And now it's like, wait a second. So we can talk about adjustments all we want, they make boneheaded mistakes. They're inconsistent yeah. in their effort and their focus. Like I'm, this, just it did not feel like somebody just drawing up circles around them. Michael, it felt like a, a more cohesive, more coherent, more mature team. And at a certain point, just with all of our children, you got to do the growing up. Hey, but so much I right. can tell you. See, now you're really gonna get right. me fired right. up because it's taking me back to last night. Hey, but so much I could do. Hey, but so much I could say. You got to decide that this is not who you want to be. And I just don't all, know. All, 
that the Jays together yes. are capable of making that decision. To me, if it's schematic, it's from a skill set standpoint. They need an actual bona fide, no disrespect to Marcus Smart, Look, floor Mike, general. That's they need something yeah, like floor with, general. Mike, Mike, I agree with you. Like I, the only thing I do, only thing we disagree on, Mike and 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 Sherrod, I want to get your take on this. Only thing I disagree with Mike on is breaking up the Jays. I do agree that the Celtics, the players will have to figure it out too. They're going to have to figure it out on their own. I do think that they could use one of those old school point guards that we don't see a lot in the they NBA anymore. Like a Mark like Jackson. A Reja- like, like a Rajon Rondo. <laughs> like a Mark. Yeah, seriously. Like a guy like that yeah. who, is just like, yeah. who, who just really wants to, wants to be a playmaker. But that's okay. That's, that's part of it. The other part of it is Eric Spolstra for three years in three playoff series against the Celtics has brought out the zone in three playoff series and they still haven't figured it out. He, and I he did it in a bubble. He did it last year. Zone, he did it this, and they haven't figured it out. Here's the thing. The thing about the zone defense is that if you have bigs who can actually score face in a basket, you could destroy a zone. And I thought Al Horford had so many opportunities where he's catching the ball in the middle of the paint. And he immediately swings it to the corner for a three. No, bro, shoot that damn seven, eight foot shot right in front of you. That's the way to get them out of the zone. Having gone to the school behind me, Syracuse, I've seen my share of zone. And I've seen my share of teams. <laughs> All we do is find a big who can shoot, get him in the middle of the paint. He's either shooting a shot or finding someone cut to the basket. Or if your defense sags in, that zone defense sags in, he's swinging to a guy with a wide open three. That's how you beat his zone. But for what reason? The Celtics haven't quite figured out some hey, of those Hey, Sherrod, so I, know, I know you got 511 jobs. Won't you go sit on the bench in Missoula? That seems to be what everybody's saying. And he's like, you know, he needs some more experience on the bench with him. Like, you know, like, go go, go pull up a chair you next to him and, and, and uh, you know, help that staff out. Somebody sent somebody me an email saying, say, man, you need to go help second row Joe out there. Oh like, damn, seriously. <laughs> Second row Joe. Come on, man. <laughs> That's, damn. That's cool. That's buddy. what he was. That's what That's he was cold last year. Though. I know. That's cold blooded. He, he was in the second row. That's cold blooded. We we know we have more work to do, but damn, is this hard? It is hard. It's hard business, um, and it's hard to survive three rounds just to get to that final round. Um, we're extremely grateful for that. We're not even going to think about this next round until we get to Denver. Um, and I wanted everybody to acknowledge just how difficult it is and um, you know, to enjoy this moment. I know the work that we all put into it, so I know what we're capable of. But nobody's satisfied. We haven't done anything. Um, we don't play just to win the Eastern Conference. We play to win the whole thing. Meanwhile, Denver chilling in the cut, waiting, rested, at altitude, both these teams could probably, I know one's a one, one's an eight, both they could probably legitimately play that nobody respected us or respects us or gives us a chance right. and we're the underdog card. Um, so, all right, turning the page to the NBA Finals. What do the Heat have for the best player in the world and the best team in the Western Conference during the regular season and the most impressive team in the playoffs so far, if anything? Uh, since we, we're on uh, Spike Lee movies today, I'm going to quote Malcolm X outside of Harvard. When he was asked a question, his answer was <laughs> nothing. <laughs> what, what can a white woman like me do to help your cause? <laughs> nothing. 
<laughs> they got so they got so they got nothing. So so you about to you about to, you about to we give we gave all these flowers to the Heat, and now you tell them they about to get swept. I, I don't think they're gonna get swept, but I think Denver, like Denver, you're right. We have just kind of looked past everybody else because they're bigger. They're bigger name organizations, not necessarily bigger name players than well a two-time MVP well like Jokic. But we've talked about the Warriors a lot uh, during the season. Talked about the Lakers a lot during the season. Memphis, on and off the court, came up quite a bit. And Denver was just steady all year long. We talked about Denver. We didn't really talk about Denver. We talked about Jokic. It was more like Jokic versus M- Embiid. But I think I think the nation is going to have a good time getting to know the Denver Nuggets as a team. Jokic and the Nuggets and Murray yeah. and Bruce Brown as a role player and old uncle. My uncle man Jeffrey. Bruce Brown. I, 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 just, I need Brown, you to acknowledge you that my man Bruce Brown still still yeah. doing work. Okay, you know it's my new when he was in Brooklyn. You ain't want to respect Bruce Brown, yeah. but, but anyway, no, uh, let, let's bring it. No, because the way yeah. you no, because the way you said it though, that's what I, I know we're gonna bring in our we got some company. Yeah, but you just happened to mention you you threw him in in, in company. He had no uh, business. I know. And they got like Durant, Kevin Durant. They got Durant, yeah. Harden, yeah. Kyrie. They got Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. I know. I know. Hey, my, Bruce Brown in the finals. The rest of them jokers at home. Uh, Kurt Heelan is a white man who can't help our cause right now. He can make <laughs> us a lot more educated on this NBA Finals matchup. Um, there it is. I got Denver's, Denver's, <laughs> you got, you got, Well, do the Heat have nothing? I mean, you gonna tell like the Heat are your Garden Variety AC. The Heat, no. the Heat have got something. What is it, Kurt? What do they have for the rested Western Conference champion Denver Nuggets? How do you see this matchup playing out? I mean, they do have an elite defensive center in Bam Adebayo, and they have a coach who will come up with schemes. You're gonna, they're gonna throw different looks at them. The problem is, Jokic figures stuff out. He just plays at such a high IQ. He tore them up in their regular season games. His offensive rating during was like 150 when the two games they played this season because he, there's not a good matchup for him. And also, the Heat were the best. I'm sorry. The Nuggets were the best team in the league against zone defenses this year because mm. you can get Jokic in the middle, because they pass, because they can shoot over the top of them. So I am I think we're going to get to Spo pretty quickly throwing everything at a wall. Like, do you put Bam on Jokic or do you, what do you say, sacrifice Kevin Love or somebody and put him on Jokic and then have Bam as a helper? Like, I don't know that there's good answers. I, I suppose far smarter than I, but I'm not sure... Just how many how many arrows does he have to shoot in this thing? Okay, hey, um, let's move on. We got plenty of time to uh, continue to preview the final. Well, not plenty of time. I only got a couple of days, but a couple other stories I want to touch on with you with the time we have left. Starting with uh, the architect of the Golden State Warriors, Bob Myers. Uh, not surprised. Like, does this make sense? It's not surprising, but shocking that. Yeah. You know, this organization would allow him out of the door. Or maybe, it's, like you said, it was, it's time. Maybe it's just it, his call. What's going on here, and where do the Warriors go from here? I think he felt he needed a change, and I'm not sure if this was something. I'm not sure that there was, a, maybe there's always a number, but I'm not sure there was a reasonable number that they were going to get to where he wanted to stick around. Uh, for whatever reason, I mean, this is a. The guy who was a player was an agent. He's been he's worn a lot of hats, and I think he is. I think he genuinely is looking for a new challenge, whether that's 
with another franchise in a year or so, or or you know, professor at Stanford or something like 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 I could see him going a lot of different directions, right? I can see it. I I can I just think he was ready for something new and. I don't think the timing's a coincidence. This does feel like, I mean, it feels like an era's ending there, and this just feels like another, a big domino falling. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I look at, I mean, I, I know, I understand. I, I like the way you said, look, he could be a professor at Stanford, and it's kind of a joke, but you, we can see it. I mean, he, no. uh, he's, he's a compelling, uh, you know, really uh, bright guy, too. But I look at it, I know people like challenges in their careers. He's 48 years old. He's won four championships with the Warriors. He's been there for a dozen years. And I just can't help thinking meddling that that the owner's son, it probably got to him. You think that was a part of it? At some point, you're like, hey, I've been doing this for a long time. I kind of know what I'm doing. The owner's kid, get him out of here. Do you think that was a part of the reason he wants to do something else? I I think the internal dynamics there played a factor. How much of that is is Kirk Lacob, who is going to have a larger role now, even even the original reporting, he's going to have a, a larger role with probably with Mike Dunleavy. I mean, they haven't announced this yet, but Mike Dunleavy will run the show. Um, evolving into whatever comes next in trying. I mean, they're trying to win with Curry, but like if they bring back, I mean, hey, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. We'd like to extend your contracts and bring you back. How about less money? It, that is always a great conversation to have. Like, would you like less money to come play for us? So I don't yeah. know. I, it's a tough spot for them. And I think I think Myers kind of read the writing on the wall, didn't like the dynamics in-house enough to think it was worth sticking out. I, th- I think if this, I don't know, if this were San Antonio and he felt he had more control over basketball operations with a less meddling owner, would he have stayed? I don't know. Hmm. Um, let's hit a couple of social media stories, if you will. You're a big Jay-Z fan? I'm a Jay-Z fan. I don't know if I'd go with big. Okay. But you recognize Jay-Z lyrics when you see Oh, yeah, it. oh, yeah. Uh, such as, you know, the end of what more can I say? I'm supposed to be number one on everybody's list. Let's see what happens when I no longer exist. What more can I say? Black album. LeBron quoted Jay-Z in his stories. I'll, I'll, I'll just stir in the pot, to which I respond yet again with another lyric from the takeover is, we don't believe you, you need more people. <laughs> so is LeBron, is, is, is he like, is he just like trying to just kind of like stay at top of mind here? Or is he having some reflective moments on the couch being like, you know what? I'm not going to leave predictably the way y'all think I will. I'm serious that y'all going to miss me when I'm gone. And by the way, he ain't number one on my list. But anyway, that's a separate conversation. Uh, What's LeBron still doing here right now? First off, if you like Jay-Z and some like 2010 hip hop, you just need to hang out in the locker, Laker locker room because LeBron controls the playlist, baby. And that's all <laughs> Does he is. He? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think he's stirring the pot a little. I, 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 I just can't believe he's walking away. I can't believe he is stepping away from the game. I think he is frustrated. I think he's, I don't know what's the Bill Parcells line. If you're thinking about retiring, you're retiring. Yeah. I, I think he is starting to think about it, but I don't, and I don't think the $97 million plays into it, but I think he thinks this team, Do they? I think he thinks they can get there. 
and I think the Bronny thing is real. Even if Bronny, the, I, Bronny may not be into it, but I don't, I don't know if Bronny's jumping one and done to the NBA or not. You know, uh, okay. with how much money he's going to make in NIL. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's actually the wisest financial move for him. Um, but I'm, I don't know. He's thinking. He's thinking about it. But I just, I mean, do you guys really think he's going to jump? Do you really think I he's going to walk away? I don't. I don't. I don't I I don't I don't think he's going to but I do think he's thinking about it. One more thing we got to get your thoughts on though. Is my man Eric Lewis. I'll make this <laughs> quick Michael and then you Michael you could take it. If you got to yeah. have a burner account to defend yourself on Twitter from criticism, you probably need a different job. Just don't be an official. Hey. Nobody's making you be a referee if you don't if you can't take it. Right Michael? Hey, but, no, but I wouldn't say that though. I mean, look, I think it's hilarious. But this is the only voice they can Pathetic. have. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to talk. They want to correct the record. It's not just officials. We know Kevin Durant, uh, Kurt. He had his. Yeah. He had his burner burner account. Still does. Remember Roger Goodell's wife had a burner account. She wanted to support him. Uh, Brian Colangelo had one in Philly. Oh. All for I various mean, reasons were whack. All for various reasons are whack. Hey, it's like hey, if, you, if you got if you that thin skinned, you got one. If you got a burner hey, account. Kurt, do something else. Kurt, nobody me. knows who you Healing. are. Healing, you got one. You got a burner. <laughs> I I have like four accounts, but I literally only tweet out of the one. I swear to God, I've got like four. I've got one that follows some basketball stuff, and then I've got like one that just follows chefs. Like I have a whole line in my in my Twitter. By a, a tweet deck, it's just. Well, here's a shifts. question: But does anybody know or care what his burner account was saying? It's not like it was like no. being they, they, the record was. No, nobody. I've never heard of this account. So what exactly? What are you doing? What impact are you who having? Hunted, who hunted People this still out think and said, you know what? This had to be a referee. Like who thought this had to be a referee and hunted it out, man? How much time? That's the most attention this account is it? Right. Thank you. I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you ninjas. I'm sorry. I'm like, I ain't got, I'm not about to sit up here and, and argue people on Twitter. They can't help it. They can't help it. Hey, if you're free Thursday night, follow through. Join us on YouTube for NBA Finals Game 1 watch party. Bring your own snacks. Michael gonna be on the wheels of steel. Take your feet yeah. off when you come in my house. I take some requests. I'm taking some requests. We'll see y'all though. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.